The parents and grandmother of an infant are in custody. The mother is accused of trying to kill the child. A Fayetteville police officer is exposed to the drug fentanyl. Fortunately, other officers were quick to respond. A video appears to show a Warsaw police officer choking Anthony Wall of Fayetteville outside of a Waffle House in Duplin County. It's a video that has gone viral. These stories and more on episode 15 of Crime Time for Friday, May 11th on FayObserver.com. Featuring Fayetteville Observer Police and Crime Reporter Nancy McCleary, I'm Sonny Jones. On the podcast, we'll look at issues involving crime, courts, and public safety, highlighting stories in the news and hearing from those involved. And a reminder, anyone we discuss who has been charged with a crime is presumed innocent until found guilty in a court of law. Let's get started. The parents and grandmother of an infant are in custody. The mother is accused of trying to kill the child. The dad and grandmother are charged for not seeking help for the injured baby. Amanda Frances Hughes is accused of trying to kill her child and intentionally causing the baby to have a skull fracture. She's actually charged with attempted first-degree murder in that particular incident. Um, In March, she allegedly tried to kill her child, then three months old, by holding the back of the baby's head and pushing on it, causing injuries that included fluid on the brain and a skull fracture. In April, Hughes is accused of deliberately harming the five-month-old and causing another skull fracture. You know, Nancy, it brings up the question of the first incident allegedly took place in March. Why was the infant with the mother again in April? Well, after the March incident, Cumberland County Department of Social Services had removed the child from Amanda Hughes' custody, according to District Attorney Billy West. Mary Hughes, Amanda's mother and the infant's grandmother, was given custody. Amanda Hughes was to have only supervised visits with the baby. However, according to Billy West, um, Amanda Hughes somehow was left alone with the baby during the April visit. As for the grandmother, Mary Hughes, and the father, Alfie Dion Champagne, what's their status? Both have been charged with child abuse by neglect in failing to seek medical care for the infant. Amanda Hughes, the mother, has been charged with child abuse by neglect as well as the attempted first-degree murder and child abuse by intentional physical injury. Well, they had a court appearance um, as well. Their first appearance hearing, um, Judge Ed Pone um, increased Amanda Hughes' bail from 250000 to 550000 and Mr. Champagne's bail was increased from I believe it was 100000 to 400000 And um, Mary Hughes, when she appeared in court the next day, her bail was increased from 10000 to 100000 Thank you for that update on that, Nancy. It was a scary scene Friday morning when a Fayetteville police officer was exposed to the drug fentanyl. The officer collapsed after a search of a home. Fortunately, other officers were quick to respond. The incident started about 9.30 Thursday morning when officers searched a home on Bernadine Street, which is off Murkison Road. Police say that when an officer came out of the house and was taking off his gear, he suddenly threw up and fell to the ground. Other officers apparently recognized the symptoms of fentanyl exposure 
and administered two doses of naloxone, which is a medication that quickly uh, reverses the effects of an opioid overdose. One thing with fentanyl is it, it, is a, it can be a fine powder and it can be extremely deadly. It is actually absorbed through the skin. Um, so just a, a small exposure to that can be deadly. That's Fayetteville Police Spokesman Sergeant Sean Strepe. He said the officer had returned to work by Thursday afternoon. Nancy, what happened in regard to the search? Well, two people were charged with drug violations. Um, Let me clarify that. Actually, one as a result of the search. The second person, Markeisha Bird, it was said in court today during the first Friday, um, whatever day today is. Friday. Yeah, okay. Well, it's Friday, and Markeisha Bird was in court, and Billy West said that the district attorney said that she was not involved in any activities in that house. She just happened to be walking, like, nearby on the street or in the yard, and apparently she had cocaine on her, so. Okay. Um, so who was involved? <clears throat> Tell us about that. Well, the person who was involved is Dimitri Everett, Um and he, it was his residence that the uh, police were searching. And I learned in court today that the officers had been investigating a near-fatal overdose. And that was what led them to search a Mr. Everett's residence on Thursday morning. Well, you know, it, fentanyl is a very mm-hmm. powerful drug. It, it's certainly becoming more prevalent. But, uh, yeah, I really wasn't aware that the reaction could cause something like that. Uh, Mr. Everett was in court on Friday. What happened there? Um, Mr. Everett was, in fact, in court on Friday for his first appearance before um, Judge Stephen Stokes. And Everett is charged with um, possession of heroin with intent to manufacture, sell, or deliver possession with intent to manufacture sell and deliver a synthetic cannabinoid that being what is known as spice possession with intent to manufacture sell and deliver mda or mdma which that's better known as ecstasy um and misdemeanor possession of marijuana mr everett appeared for his had his first appearance hearing uh in court and he um he didn't really help his case out um i must say um he uh was very animated as the hearing um got underway and he was trying to talk over both billy west and judge stokes and he raised his hand and he was pointing and finally judge stokes gave mr everett his um his chance to speak first words out of his mouth were i don't sell that stuff stuff yes he said i'm not no threat to the community man i'm 22 years old bro i mean your honor that didn't go yeah. over too well. Yeah, calling the judge bro never uh, never helps your case. No, it doesn't. Um, and Mr. Everett admitted right there in court that he did smoke spice, um, and they had a one-year-old who lived at the house. So, well, we'll see how this plays out. You know, the, the, the whole story here, Nancy, with the fentanyl and, and the police officer being affected by it, you got an opportunity to speak with the officer. I did indeed. Officer Samuel Cook um he is grateful for the naloxone 
but he's even more grateful for his um, police officers who were with him because he said that when he came out and started taking off his tactical gear and loading it up that he began to feel kind of hot and and then his chest got tight and his throat started to shut down and then he was you know throwing up and another officer recognized those symptoms and administered the naloxone um, two doses of it through it's a nasal spray and he said that in 45 seconds he was back oh wow and uh, he went to the hospital to be checked out but he returned to work uh, Thursday afternoon and he was in court on Friday afternoon um, and he's he did say that that was the second um, scariest adventure for him he's a an army veteran and he was injured in 2012 when he was overseas and um, he ran into a IED or mm. Well, we, we certainly appreciate his, uh, his service, both with the military and with the police. You know, one thing this this whole fentanyl case shows is, is, is this an example of the dangers law officers face every day? It, it certainly is. Fentanyl um, is an extremely potent um, drug, and the, even the smallest exposure, it it can go through your skin. It can You can breathe it in without knowing it, and... Um, Officer Cook said that he's not sure where it came from, that it must have been in air. He thought maybe there had been some previously in the kitchen, um, but it is extremely dangerous. And they also, the police canine officers also carry um, uh, Narcan or Narcan, right? Narcan, um, they carry them kits with injections to give the police dogs because they're as susceptible to it as as humans are well we mentioned this is some of the dangers that the law enforcement officers face every day some however make the ultimate sacrifice in trying to protect us 35 fallen officers were honored at a peace officers memorial service held thursday morning in front of the cumberland county courthouse cumberland county sheriff ennis wright and fayetteville police chief gina hawkins were among the speakers. Among those remembered during the memorial were Fayetteville Patrolman Owen Lockamy, who died in the line of duty on March 2, 1907. Fayetteville Police Chief J.A. Chason, who died March 3, 1907. Sheriff's Office Chief Deputy Richard Jenkins read the names of the fallen. The most recent was Sergeant James Heath Harden of the Hope Mills Police Department, who died January 11, 2007, um, when he collapsed while chasing a, a suspect. Well, we appreciate all of the officers and certainly those who have given their life in the line of duty. It is a video that has gone viral. You may have heard of it. You may have seen it, the one showing a Warsaw police officer appearing to choke Anthony Wall of Fayetteville outside a Waffle House in Duplin County on Saturday, May 5th. The video has been viewed more than one and a half million times on social media. Wall spoke with Observer reporter Greg Barnes, and he admitted he misbehaved at the restaurant after escorting his 16-year-old sister to the Union High School prom. The disagreement broke out over seating inside the, the restaurant, the Waffle House. 
Outside the restaurant, a cell phone video appears to show the officer bounce Wall's head off of a window, grab him by the throat, and slam him to the ground. Later, Wall was led away in handcuffs. Anthony Wall talking about the incident uh, with our Greg Barnes. Warsaw Police Chief Eric Sutherland has said the incident is being investigated. The video prompted Martin Luther King Jr.'s daughter Bernice King to call for a boycott of the restaurant chain. I know the officer uh, has received death threats. There's been violence threatened against him. The investigation is just getting underway. You can see Wall's interview and portions of the story the incident on our website at fayobserver.com and also find the latest on this story. That's right, either on the website at fayobserver.com or in the newspaper, the Fayetteville Observer. Pick up a copy today. Well, time to check the crime blotter. Nancy Army Major Michael Andrew Parks has been accused of second-degree forcible rape in Moore County. Park is stationed at Fort Bragg. Law enforcement believe the incident occurred Friday, May 4th at a home in Aberdeen after Parks had given the person a ride home. Brandon Michael Johnson was back in the news again this week. I don't know if you remember, but he broke into a neighbor's home and stole 14 guns a week or two ago. Um, Well, he's had 11 more counts added to the more than 40 he already faced for the break-in for stealing the guns and pawning them, as well as another break-in. Johnson, who is 18, is accused of breaking into a home on April 9th and stealing a 12-gauge shotgun, a generator, two watches, and two rings. Over the next week, authorities say, he sold the property at pawn shops. One of the break-ins in which Brandon Michael Johnson was charged, his mother was also charged along with them. Her name's Christina Marie Johnson. She, too, is charged with similar charges for the other break-in. Aaron Cody Maynor of Pembroke has been sentenced to nine years in prison for robbing a confidential informant last year near Pembroke. According to the U.S. Attorney's Office, Locklear and the informant set up a meeting in January 2017 in which the informant was supposed to buy a pistol, possibly other firearms, and received narcotics. However, Locklear robbed the informant. And Troy McDuffie is back as Spring Lake's full-time police chief. 
we thought he had retired. He thought he had he retired. He thought he had retired. I asked him had he lost his mind. <laughs> <laughs> but McDuffie retired as chief in January 2017 after serving almost nine years in that capacity. Previously, he was the police chief in Red Springs, and before that, he was the chief deputy in Hope County at the Hope County Sheriff's Office. Um, he, After nine years at Spring Lake, he decided to retire. Um, he returned in as an interim chief. It was just supposed to be a temporary isn't job. Isn't it always? Isn't it always? That's right. But he, did, he returned in August after Charles Kimball, who was the chief, during those nine months left for a job in texas so on may 1st uh troy mcduffie mr mcduffie was offered the job and he said yes well you just can't keep a good law enforcement officer down he did no. a tra- he did a tremendous job with the spring lake department because he did. for those who may or may not remember the spring lake department really had a lot of issues when he came in on as the chief several years ago and it has really uh, turned things around and you know i will say this um that chief mcduffie did tell me that that was one of the reasons that he decided to come back on um was because he cares about the department he cares about the community and he just wants to see what's best done the most efficient manner well we wish him well uh, in his new returning role or how would you describe that uh yeah well we'll think of something we'll think of something and while we think about it that's it for episode 15 of crime time for friday may 11th if you enjoyed it feel free to spread the word if you didn't enjoy it well tell your friends they might want to enjoy it and we welcome your comments and suggestions for crime time and that's right if you want to send on comments and suggestions you can reach me nancy mccleary by email at n mccleary at fayobserver.com that's n m c c l e a r y at fayobserver.com be sure you put two c's in there or you can reach me at twitter at fo underscore mccleary and you can reach me sonny jones by email at s jones at fayobserver.com or on Twitter at F.O. Sonny Jones. Nancy, thank you for your time. Again, thanks to you for listening. Hope you'll tune in next time for the next edition of Crime Time.